you have to make sure you stack up enough wins to offset the setbacks. It's as simple as that. As long as you get up one more time than you got knocked down, you're a winner. Fight. Stay in the fight. Keep fighting. Never give up. Never quit. Never quit. Never quit. Now let's join Bill Higgins as he shares the secret to approaching every day with a never quit attitude. Welcome back to the Never Quit Podcast. This is Bill Higgins, host of the podcast, and I'm here today with you uh, on a Sunday with my Spiritual Sunday Podcast, something new that we're doing uh, where I talk about the spiritual aspect of my comeback journey uh, and uh, try to help you on your uh, spirituality as you try to bounce back from whatever adversity uh, you have going on in your life. So, uh, today, uh, I was actually at church twice this weekend. I was there, obviously, for Sunday Mass, and on Saturday, I attended uh, a funeral of a, of a dear friend, and I'm going to talk a little bit about both of those things, because I think they both work well together for today's Spiritual Sunday podcast. And what I like to do on these is kind of relate, you know, a lot of times when you go to church, um, you know, and you uh, get that spiritual message, sometimes it takes a little bit till you can relate it to your own life, you know, and um, that's what I try to do through this podcast is take that spiritual message and show you how it applies to you in your everyday life or applies to me in my everyday life. And hopefully that translates to helping you as well. So anyway, the, the message in church today came from uh, the Gospel of Mark, um, and it's uh, it's what was often called the greatest commandment. And it was uh, when Jesus was in the uh, temple, and he was asked the question, um, you know, which of the commandments is the greatest? Which of the commandments is the greatest? You know, we have the obviously the Ten Commandments, but under Jewish law, there were 613 commandments um, that you had to uh, obey uh, to be a good to be a good Jew, right? And um, so they asked him in the temple, which was the most important. I guess they thought they'd trick him up. They were always trying to trick Jesus. Uh, uh, the teachers trying to, you know, show that he didn't know everything he thought he knew, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, Jesus's response was pretty simple. He said, "The greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength." And he didn't even pause, and he immediately said, "The second is this: love your neighbor as yourself." So he was asked the question, "Which is the greatest?" And he gives kind of a two-part answer, part of, I guess it's 1A and 1B. And, uh, you know, obviously, if you're a God-fearing person, you go to church, the the first one is, I mean, it at least appears to be easy, love God, right? We're supposed to love God, we're going to church, we have faith, Uh, yeah, of course we love God. But, you know, I think it's a little deeper than that because he means it in our actions, in our words, in our deeds. Uh, you know, he says, love, love the Lord your God with all your mind, with all your strength, with all your soul. So it's, it's a little bit easier than the second part, though. The second part is the hard one. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, notice what it doesn't say. It doesn't say love the neighbors that you like. Love the neighbors that you care about. Love the neighbors that you don't hate. (laughs) Love your neighbors that have never caused you heartache or problems or concerns, right? So it becomes really hard to love your neighbor when, you know, human nature is we have people that we don't like. How do you love the people you don't like? Well, it's not easy. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm as guilty of that as anybody, and I'm probably the worst person to sit 
sit here and preach to you that you should love your neighbor, even the ones you don't like, because I'm awful at that. I'm awful at that. But, you know, the one thing uh, we as humans need to do is strive towards perfection. We'll never have perfection. We need to strive towards it, though, move in that direction. So it's something we need to keep in mind, you know, that we should be loving our neighbors. That's the commandment of God. And he said it's one of the, it, it is the greatest commandment. To love God and to love your neighbors as yourself. So, uh, it's not easy. So, this weekend, on Saturday, I was at the funeral of a friend of mine. And I want to give you a little bit of background. Uh, Joe Milburn is a friend of mine I've known for almost 20 years. I met him and his wife, Cindy, before uh, I even ran for DA. Uh, my wife, Amy, and I met them at a... I actually remember when I met them. Uh, or they were at, uh, on election night at the office of um, our state representative, uh, Dick Hess, who uh, is, uh, we were waiting for election results. And I got to talking to him there, found out that they were good Republicans uh, who had recently moved to the area and wanted to get more involved in Republican politics. And we started talking and hit up a friendship, and they were supporters of mine from the very beginning. When I ran for DA, they were, every fundraiser I had, every event I had, they worked the polls for me, every election. They were just good good friends, good people. We'd been to their house um, many times. They'd been to our house. We were, we were good friends. And I hate to say this, but at one point, Joe and I had a little bit of a falling out. And to tell you the truth, I don't even know what it was about. Um, we had some, I, I don't know what happened, but we didn't talk. We didn't talk for a while. And I, it mustn't have been anything pretty serious, because I don't even remember what it was. But we didn't talk. And, uh, you know, um, when I had some tough times in my life, though, even though Joe and I hadn't been talking, he immediately reached out to me and uh, let me know that he was there for me as a friend. Um, you know, gave me, we, we saw each other, gave me a hug. Uh, we kind of had our apologies together and, and shook hands and put that whatever problem we had, which really mustn't have been too important in the past because I can't remember what it was. And, you know, what that taught me was a great lesson on friendship. Here was a guy who, you know, at the time I was going through some difficulty, we weren't maybe talking. And instead of sitting there saying, good, he got what he deserved, he reached out to me as a friend and said, you know, when times are tough, that's when friendships really are needed and when friendships really count. It's really easy to be a friend to somebody when times are good. It is harder to be a friend to somebody when times are bad. And uh, Joe reached out to me then, and um, he's, he's, like I said, he's been a friend for 20 years. And uh, he passed away last week and uh, went to his funeral this Saturday. And it had me thinking really hard about the importance of friendship. Because Joe taught me a whole lot about friendship, love, um, how to be a better husband. He's a, he was a fantastic husband to his wife, Cindy, and uh, just showed me a, a, a good example of how to be that kind of man. And... Um, you know, and how to be there for your friends in tough times. So, you know, it, it kind of tied into the gospel of church today. You know, love your neighbor as yourself, right? When, when, when you are down, you know, you want somebody to pick you up. Well, you need to do that for the friends and neighbors in your life, right? And not always just your close friends. I've said this many times on this podcast. When I went through adversity, I found out who my real friends were. And it wasn't the people that I was hanging out with all the time who I thought were my good buddies. It, were, it was oftentimes people that I really didn't even know that well, acquaintances. Um, and they probably, a lot, many of them, were, were, were good Christians 
Christian people who probably, you know, thought about this gospel verse and, and said, you know, Bill is my neighbor, and I'm going to reach out to him and be there for him. And I appreciated that. And I need to do that more for other people. So do you, I'm sure. And I'm not saying that to lecture to you. I'm just saying it as a matter of reflection that we all could do a better job of being a friend to our neighbors, loving our neighbors as we should. And, you know, it's not always easy, and it's something I'm certainly going to work on. Um, but uh, I can tell you this about Joe Milburn, and I thought about this when I was in church today. I thought about it when I was at his funeral yesterday. And that was this. Uh, Joe Milburn followed that greatest commandment, love your neighbor. I saw it. I saw it in the way he treated me, the way he treated my family, and I saw it from the comments of other people who were at his service. Uh, everybody who spoke about Joe uh, yesterday pretty much referenced that he loved their, his neighbors, that he followed that greatest command. I mean, I know the first part of it, that he loved his God. I mean, I know he was a, a God-fearing man, a good Christian. I knew he went to church. I knew him. his wife, Cindy's a pastor. I mean, he spent a lot of time witnessing and, and um, you know, uh, preaching the gospel to, to other people. So, and he lived that, that type of life. Was he perfect? Absolutely not. Um, but, you know, who is? Uh, there's only one perfect person I know of, um, and he's none of us. He's none of us. So, um, but you know, Joe Joe lived that that greatest commandment, and it struck me today when I was in church and heard that in the gospel, and just following up on his funeral, I remembered that. Um, the other thing I thought was there's something kind of an aside, but something that came up at the funeral. Uh, Cindy uh, did the eulogy, and um, one of the things she said was, you know, that people when when you lose a loved one. You know, you always get comforting words from other people, and they're very well intentioned, right? And one of the things that they say is that you know, God, God must have needed him more than we did, right? And that sometimes makes people feel comforting, but you know, that's not really. If you really believe in in uh, what we what happens to our souls when we pass, um, it's a in a way, it's a joyous thing. We're going to miss this person on earth, but they are happier than they've ever been in the presence of God, right? And, it, you know, does God, to say God needed him more than we do, and it was really a funny line she said in the in the service. She said, God didn't need Joe more than us, right? God really sitting around saying he needs Joe with him? No. But it was that time, it was it was uh, part of the natural life cycle that, you know, life ends and uh, on this earth, and we go to heaven, and we lose our, 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 our uh, earthly bodies and our spiritual bodies go to heaven with uh, to be with God. And it's a nice, uh, thoughtful, um, it's, it's the way, if you have faith, you know that's what happens, right? So it's nice when people say, you know, God needed this person more than we did. But if you really think about it, that's not... That's not much of a consolation. The consolation is that the loved one is now in a better place, um, and they're uh, they're with God now. So, anyway, that's my spiritual Sunday. I am no spiritual expert by any stretch, right? When I share these with you, it is just what I got out of my time in church this weekend, right, or that day, uh, what I got out of the gospel reading. And I'll bet you oftentimes I get something out of it that wasn't uh, what the uh, priest or pastor may have intended but it's what I got out of it and how it's going to make me be a better person. So I, uh, I enjoy sharing.
Journey Spiritual Sunday podcast with you. I look forward to your feedback. Tell me how it's helped you. Um, It's helping me share these with you. So if nothing else, it's therapeutic to me. And if uh, nobody listens at all, I still got it off my chest. Anyway, uh, I have some great things in store. I have another podcast that's going to be coming out probably tomorrow morning. Um, So I look forward to sharing that with you. But in the meantime, never give up, never surrender, and never quit. Remember, tomorrow isn't promised, but today is. Get out there and make the very best of it. Your best days lie ahead of you.